Welcome to Vibing Consciously, the podcast dedicated to deep discussions about spiritual healing and enlightenment. Hi everyone, I'm Kat. And I'm Sarah. We're the hosts of the Vibing Consciously podcast, where we explore the power of conscious living together. In this podcast, we dive deep into the realms of self-love, self-awareness, and self-transformation. We don't just talk about it, we actively live and breathe it. Always holding each other accountable as we navigate this journey together. That's right. We're two best friends on our own journey to healing, supporting each other despite our own beliefs and personal experiences. Through honest conversations, introspection, and connecting with our listeners, we uncover valuable insights, tools, and practices that support our constant evolution. By going inward, we unravel the mysteries of our own selves, and we're here to pass everything along that we've learned on our journey. You'll get to witness firsthand what the road to enlightenment looks like from the inside. Join us now as we dive into more healing, happiness, and wholeness. Whether you're a seasoned spiritual seeker or just starting on your path, Vibing Consciously is a podcast for you. Get ready to immerse yourself in discussions that will uplift your spirit, expand your consciousness, and inspire you to embrace your own self-love journey. Let's Vibe Consciously. Welcome to another episode of Vibing Consciously. On this episode, titled Your God, My God, we'll explore the diverse and complex journey towards understanding our personal connection to a higher power. We'll delve deep into the essence of the divine and confront the challenges we encounter in distinguishing between God and ego in our daily lives. We'll share our personal experiences, reflections, and endeavors to understand God, and we'll explore the ways in which we have experienced the divine in the midst of our daily lives and the transformative impact it has had on our perspectives. So sit back and relax and prepare to embark on a profound exploration of what God truly means to us and how we navigate the challenges of distinguishing God from ego in our lives. Get ready to be uplifted, inspired, and perhaps even surprised as we embark on this enlightening journey together. Hey everybody, welcome back to Vibing Consciously. Hey guys! We have got a special episode today and mm-hmm. probably a little controversial. But we're going there. It's going to be interesting. (laughs) Yeah, because in our last episode, we talked about how we went through a shift in our friendship uh, because a little miscommunication happened and we both realized that we had a lot to work through with religion. And unfortunately, religion is something that carries a lot of weight in our world and a lot of people feel differently. Everybody has their own beliefs. Doesn't matter if you read the same book or not, everybody believes differently. So in our podcast, we really want to dive into that. We want to dive more into religion because we were both raised up in religion in different ways. And we both have our own different spin on it. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners will be really interested in finding out what we believe. So that's what we're going to dive into today. And we're going to start with discussing what God means to us individually. And I think, Kat, maybe you should start with that. Like, what does God mean to you? Because this should be interesting because I know you're going to pull a lot from, like, your new spiritual awareness awakening and your version of what God means to you. Yeah, and this is also... A little different too because right now in the current stage of my life it, I think the theme is really coming into who I am and 
not doing and saying things to make everybody else happy. So this is going to be interesting to figure out what God means to me because I've been figuring out still what God means to me because I think that God is a lot larger than we can even fathom. fathom. Yeah. And... Oh, thank God we agree on something. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and I know that a lot of people believe that, but... To the level at which I'm talking about, it is so much deeper because the Bible, I think, teaches us that God is separate from us. God is also a singular man, you know, so God is both male and female and both good and bad. I don't think that God is someone who judges us because that's what the Bible says. God is, is the judge. I don't think that God is the judge. I think that we judge ourselves. And that's where ego tends to feel like God sometimes. And God is not ego. God is pure from ego. And that's why ego tells us to fear when we have these negative things that happen in our life that God presents to us, like cancer and the death of children. People always say, the first thing they say is, you know what? Well, if there is a God, then why would he allow us to get cancer? And why would he allow us to have our children taken from us? That's not God. So people who don't believe in God or have this kind of negative attitude towards God will say that a lot. And I'm going to tell you right now, God doesn't look at anything as good or bad. God only looks at things as an experience. God wants to experience everything on every level possible, good and bad, because without the loss of your child, do you think that you would be half as strong as you are right now? Without the cancer diagnosis and you finding ways to recover from that, would you have that sense of pride without it. I mean, bad things happen in everyone's life. And from my belief, I believe that we're always presented with opportunities to be better and to grow from it. We're also provided with opportunities to sink inside of ourselves, And God gives us both of those opportunities. And God will be with us right through both journeys, whichever one we take. But I look at God, and this is where I think it'll be controversial, I look at God like a mega computer because if you look at our bodies, we are a computer. I mean, our whole life is a program. And once you start learning about higher evolutions and um, vibration and energy and all that stuff, higher dimensions, you'll learn that they are also a program. It's just a different type of program than what we run but it's all about learning. It's all about experiences. It's all about going into your feelings. So God is all about feeling. So when I say experiencing, it's not just going through an experience and saying, oh yeah, that was it. It's about all the feelings that come with it. And all that is stored in the mega computer that is God because God is infinite. God knows everything. And when they say, like how when Natalie was on last season, 
she said, you know, you're walking through with a flashlight and you can only see what's in front of you, but God sees the big picture. God is all knowing. So everything that's already happened and everything that's gonna happen in our life, God already knows and is in control of that where we're just kind of playing the game, mm -hmm. going along and, and experiencing it for God because we are a part of God. So how do you experience God in your daily life? So I look at God as everything around us. So everything that we look at is a part of God. It is a part of the creation that God has made. So everything we see on a subconscious level, because God is also pure consciousness, so all of this comes from just our conscious. Everything on a subconscious level is projected in front of us into our reality. So I'm looking at everything as God, because that's how we connect to God is through consciousness. So when I meditate and I go into these deeper levels of, I would just say the quantum, that's where you experience God, where you get that flood of loving energy, where you know that we're all connected. We are a part of God and everything happens for a reason. It's all divinely guided through God and our higher selves. So when I experience God, I just look at it like things that happen in my life and synchronicities. So when people say, I asked God or I prayed to God for X, Y, and Z to happen, God is not going to deliver that X, Y, and Z to your doorstep with a pretty bow on it. God is going to give you opportunities to get the things that you want. So when things come up in your life, it's God saying, hey, you prayed for this. Do you want it or do you not? Here's the opportunity. Are you going to take it? Mm. But everybody thinks that God's going to show up with a pretty package and say, here you go. Here's your transformation. Mm -hmm. I mean, the people in the Bible that got messages from God, they went into caves and sat for a very long time. And where did they get their answers? From inside of themselves. Mm -hmm. God didn't show up as a separate spirit or deity in front of them and say, this is what you need to do. Go do now. No, the person sat for a long time over days. When Jesus disappeared, he was meditating. He was going inside of himself and he was getting answers from himself and his environment. Now, here's a question. Now, what about, okay, you said he didn't come, but what about when he came through, it was through the burning bush mm -hmm. and he just spoke. Is that, would that be the same as him coming and talking to them directly? First of all, I don't know the scripture specifically, but I'm going to tell you right now, every scripture in the Bible is metaphorical. So when it says the burning bush, do you think that when Jesus went into the caves for that long, that he was sitting silently in peace? No. No. He was a fire. When somebody goes inside of themselves like that and they have to go into the deepest depths of themselves where they have nothing else surrounding them but their own mind. Yeah, I mean, they body. described it as he was crying tears of blood. Right. So. He was the burning bush. You have upheaval, fire that has to happen when, when you go through these shifts and transformations. So when he came back to them. So do you think that, I guess what my question really is, is 
the only way that we can talk or hear God is through basically like intuition. It's or synchronicities or whatever. He can't actually like physically like come there and talk to us. So does this, that make sense? This can also be kind of complicated too because, yeah. like I said, everything in my environment is a projection of God. Even you, yeah, God can speak. To me, through That's you. That's why he's asking you these questions. <laughs> right. So even when we, because I know that a lot of us have had experiences where we'll meet a complete stranger. We don't know this person, mm-hmm. but we will get into these profound conversations with them that sometimes can end up being life-changing. Yeah. Is that not God coming that, that, to yeah, you in physical form? That, that is all set up right there for you. Yes. I'm just like... Or I'm not saying that I, you're honestly, saying these I, things. I believe, I believe God could come down right now and just like, if he really wanted to, he could be right there. Like in a physical form. In the way that I see, see, I, I can't put a him because he's not a him. He's, <laughs> he's a spiritual being, the most spiritual being. Yeah. God is all there is. God is everything and nothing. We are everything and nothing. It can get deep. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So you think that God can... He can do whatever he wants. If he wanted to come down here and sit next to me in this blue chair... Poof, and I shouldn't say, in I, front of you. See, I've got to stop saying he. That's the religious part in me, guys. I've always been... You know, I've always believed he, he, he. He... See? If God wanted to come down here and sit here, mm-hmm. God would be right here. So, But he knows, see, sorry, God knows there's no reason to have to come and sit here because he can make all these synchronicities or these people come and, you know, have these great conversations with you and, you know, this happened or that happened or whatever it is. He's like, I already got that. God already has that handled. How are we going to get rid of all the he's? Because this this, is a problem for me. Don't. That is part of this. I had to retype all that. No, I did. I went through and I retyped. I put God in all the spots where I put he. But here's the thing, though, Sarah. How many of our listeners are challenged by the same thing? It's ingrained in a lot of us. And I even find myself still saying he sometimes, too. So don't beat yourself up. No. But I'm going to challenge you a little bit on that because I do believe that God can just show up you know i do believe that miracles can happen beings from higher dimensions can come and visit us and and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. this is where my challenge is going to be so god also created the rules of earth which keeps us at a lower vibration to where we cannot see things poof just manifest in a physical form like that typically Unless we can get ourselves to a higher vibration and then we're in 5D and we can manifest a little faster. But we still have to abide by the rules of Earth. And Earth is a third dimensional planet. God created the dimension. So there's first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. I don't know how high it goes. I've heard somebody say 13th. But to me, it is infinite. I think that there are infinite dimensions because there are so many different ways that you can learn and and experience things. But I think that God created Earth on a third dimensional plane so that we would specifically forget about God. And we would specifically forget about our power. And he, he 
<laughs> now you're doing it. <laughs> God can't come down and just manifest like that. God wants the challenge. God set us up for the challenge. That's yeah. the way God wants it to be. Now, on these higher dimensions, they can connect more with this source, with this creator, and they can use more energy from source. Mm -hmm. But because we're at a lower dimension, we are not tapped into that energy as much. We know it exists. Yeah. But we have to get our information through books like the Bible mm -hmm. and, you know, other spiritual books that exist in the world. And we have to create our own interpretation of it. But where we have failed at it is we have let other people dictate what we believe. Yeah. We go to church, we listen to these preachers tell us what they believe, how they have interpreted the Bible, and then we decide to believe it because that's what Preacher Dan says. Okay, first of all, get your power back because Preacher Dan only knows what Preacher Dan is experiencing in his life. He only knows how he is experiencing God, not how you are. So when Preacher Dan says that God is going to judge you for wearing shorts over your knees... That's Preacher Dan's reality. That's not your reality. God created your body in beautiful, perfect, divine form. If you want to show it, show it. That's up to you. Now, your motives behind why you're showing your body, I would look at that. Mm -hmm. But if you're showing it because you're just proud of what God gave you, then show it. Preacher Dan doesn't dictate what God is going to do in your life. I like how you chose the name Preacher Dan. Why did you have a Preacher Dan? Oh yeah, Dan Malden. <laughs> yep. I'm so happy you chose Preacher Dan. Preacher John was an <laughs> option, but I've got some trauma associated with that. Name. So, yeah. So I chose your trauma association. I don't, I don't know. I don't know a John, but I did know a Dan, and that was the private school that I went to as well. Uh, that was where they called me Satan and stuff, and I was like, well, all right. Yeah, so this Preacher is, Dan, the, you know. this is how God shows up. God is talking to you through me right now by saying, Preacher Dan, you need to look at <laughs> Preacher Dan oh. and your trauma with that. Because God also presents us with trauma, a lower dimensional frequency, because God wants us to be separate until it's time not to be anymore. Mm -hmm. So God kept you separate. By giving you that trauma with Preacher Dan in your private school. Because God knows that there is going to be a time, a.k.a. right now where we are in the present. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a time where God says, hey, Sarah, look at that trauma with Preacher Dan and come to me. Come find me through that trauma. Oh, my God. I feel like I'm going to cry. So... <laughs> definitely think I'm this being told be something really right now. This is going to be a really deep conversation. <laughs> Woo! Because my, uh, my third eye is getting super hot. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what happens too when you experience God. Because God is pure energy. And a lot of us aren't used to that level of energy in our body. But once we open it up, oh my gosh. It has so many different effects that can happen. But... Anyway, back to the trauma and finding God. And not you specifically with this. It's, it's this way with everybody. God creates trauma in everybody's life to keep us separate. Mm -hmm. Because God also knows that God is a badass and is powerful and unlimited. So God wakes that up inside of us 
at a certain point in our life so that we can overcome. That's a point of Earth. Now, there are other planets, and I believe that Earth, before it was wiped out, when the Bible said there was a big flood, Noah's Ark, you know, all these things. Before it was wiped out, there was a higher consciousness that did exist here on Earth. Ancient Egypt is a reflection of that because they were a higher consciousness. But something happened that wiped out our memory of our connection to God. So we had to start all over. And God wants that experience of coming back to unlimited power. And I think that that's the time that we're in right now is because they're, we're going through this little pocket of space because God also created space. Mm -hmm. So we're going through third dimensional space. We have been in third dimensional space. So right now we're in a pocket of fourth dimension. So with the fourth dimension, you can exist both at the third dimensional plane and the fifth dimensional plane at the same time. So you can tap into both of those energies so you can see and be aware of the lower vibrational energy, which is our government and our religious control and hate and judgment and all of that. You can see and be aware of that. But in fourth dimension, you can make the choice to be in higher dimensional energy. So you can tap into that fifth dimensional energy of love, not giving into fear, acceptance, moving through your trauma, Feeling your feelings, because not feeling your feelings is third dimensional energy. Avoiding all of that and just working from the three lower chakras of anger, power, and control and sexuality. We're now in the fifth dimensional energy. We're going into our heart. We can start settling in more into love. And you can see it in the collective energy. We're starting to come together. We're seeing interracial marriages. <gasps> I mean, we know people were killed and tortured for that. Look at how much we've evolved. There is a higher power at work here that is doing something on the planet. But right now, it's kind of coming to a head. It's coming to a boiling point because if you look at astrology and where we're at, there is so much stuff going on right now. It is insane. In between now and the year of 2025, there's gonna be so much upheaval on the planet I mean, we're seeing it with the fires, with the hurricanes, tornadoes, earthquakes. All of this is happening because all of this has to come to a head where we can wake up as a planet. Because right now, God is waking up the entire planet at one time. Which, if you think about it, the power that it takes to do that, it's just... You know, and it, it's God working through other beings. There are other beings that are helping us go through this right now. Mm. Gaia herself is going through a transition where Gaia has been abused for so long. And now I think Earth is saying no more. So Earth is also making a transition. So we're feeling that with her as well. But in the end, after all of this happens and we do wake up and we can start having more love in our life and it can stop feeling like hell all the time because mm -hmm. that that's the hell that the bible talks about it's inside of ourselves and ego once we can move through that the earth will start feeling that as well we'll start taking better care of our planet and we can start becoming a community again and stop letting outside forces tell us what to believe and control us in every aspect of our life 
I think that we're starting to come out of that. So once we come out of this little pocket in space where we're no longer in fourth dimensional energy, we're actually officially in fifth dimensional energy, it's going to be a huge change, a huge change. And some of us are aware that that's happening and some of us are not. So when it happens, I think there's going to be a whole lot of change. It's going to start being more talk about energy. It's going to start being more talk about we are not separate from God and religion is bullshit. Sorry. <laughs> if you look more into it, though, and you can just, and I'm not saying you, but we, we as a collective, if you can get past the defensiveness of your beliefs of oh, how dare you say that that religion is bullshit okay set your ego aside and just sit down for a minute have your temper tantrum and then come back to me when you're done and we can have a real discussion of look at what religion has done do you really think god wants war how many religious wars has there been how much money was made off of those wars how much money has been made of the in the words of the Bible? How much control has happened in the words of the Bible? And how, for some reason, there's an Old Testament that people don't believe in anymore, but now the New Testament's what it's about. And then the churches are changing to New Age, and maybe being gay is okay. Let acceptance for everybody. Okay, think about it rationally, in your heart. And then have a conversation with me. And I know that this is a process for everybody. I went through my own process with it and I'm still going through it because there's a lot of stuff that's happening right now to me that I'm having a hard time shifting in and out of because religion has ingrained in me that it's evil, that it is the work of the devil. And that a big thing is the body is sin. We were born into sin. And I had deal with a lot of stuff in my body. I don't want to feel like my body is sinful anymore. But it's something that I'm having to work through. So I get it. I have compassion for everybody that's going through this process. But you got to get out of the defensiveness of your beliefs and just come into your heart and you say what you think is real. Do you think that the words written in that book were meant for good? Come on. <laughs> And I don't think that everything in the Bible is false. I don't. I believe that there's a lot of truth in the Bible. But you have to look at all the spiritual books that's ever been written and the things that are repeated throughout all of them. And you have to put your own interpretation of it because I'm pretty sure that the Bible does say that Jesus said that we are not separate from God, that we are a part of God. So why don't we act like that? Why do we still act separate like God is going to judge us and condemn us to hell? I mean, your book says it, but you're letting Preacher Dan tell you what to believe. Sorry. <laughs> that was a lot. And that's Kat's side of everything. <laughs> See, you're very set in your thoughts and where you are and what you believe God is. Mm-hmm. I still am working through my thoughts and experiencing him in this, on this new spiritual journey. So I don't have anything to say back to what you said. Do I disagree a little bit about the things that you said about the Bible? Yes, 
but I know that I am learning now that you really do have to, like you said, interpret the parts of the Bible that resonate with you and, you know, take that on how you see fit best for you. Right. Because there are a lot of parts that don't sit well with me. But, I mean, you pretty much said that, you know, he's infinite and... Sorry, I keep saying he. <laughs> this is going to take some time, guys. Thanks for the growing <laughs> pains. Um, but, I mean, he's all-knowing, and I feel like no one can fully understand God's infinite power. I mean, just like I was looking at a video of lightning last night, and I was just like, wow, it's so cool, because I captured it on a really fancy camera. And I'm like, that would be a great way to describe God. Like, lightning is fierce, it's bright, it's exciting, it's scary, it's... Like, to me, lightning is, like, spiritual. Mm -hmm. It is. It's very spiritual. Like, if you want to describe God in any way, I mean, lightning takes up the entire sky. Like, it's like... And it's a lot of the elements combined, too. Yeah. Yeah, getting deep on that one. Yeah, it's just... (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's what i have to say about what you said i mean i can't really i mean i pretty much agreed with just about everything you said i just i've still gotta learn and experience god and this whole new thing that i am learning and growing in and then in the process of and you know god's being patient with me so right god loves you no matter what decision you make see the only thing that i will say is i still see god as above me i that may take some time for me but that's just how i see it i mean when i talk to him i do talk to him like i'm talking to a friend so it's not like i'm like you know or anything like that but i'm just i don't know so the way that i explain it and i don't know if this will help you or not so with the big bang which I don't even... I don't know I, anything about the Big Bang. I don't know if um, if you believe in Big Bang, but primarily what happened is there was this one big ball of consciousness, and it had, you know, all of these materials in it, and it exploded. Something happened. I'm not going to go into the whole thing, but it exploded, and it created everything in space. Planets, stars, nebulas, suns, all these things. And when it exploded, even though we're looking at planets as this big thing, everything is comprised of the same materials. And all of those materials exist within us. Our body is comprised of all of these materials. So if you think of this one big ball, because just think of it like you have a, like a crystal ball that's just pure glass. And you throw it against the wall and you shatter that glass everywhere. So even though those pieces of glass are separate now, they're all in separate pieces all over the room, they are still a part of that one same hole, that one big glass crystal ball. And it doesn't matter how separate you make them, you can keep throwing those little pieces up against the wall and making them smaller and smaller. You can take a hammer to it and crush them into little itty bitty pieces of dust. It still does not matter how separate you are. You are still a part of that one same source. 
But it is hard, though, even though intellectually we can know that, and I, visually I could explain it all day, and you can get it. It is a process of feeling like God is not above us, because I'm the same way, too, where I'm stepping more into my power now, and I'm starting to understand a little bit more, but like you said, you're still growing and evolving. Me, too. Next year, I may think something completely different. Oh, no. Cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not prepared for that. But that that's the thing. Like this morning I was going to get a latte and you I drink was, lattes? Yeah, I like them. Oh I like the chai God. lattes. People, did you hear that? <laughs> I like chai lattes. Good to know. I just learned something that I didn't know about cat. Yeah, they're really good. I love the chai place. But I was listening to the untethered soul. And the untethered soul, where I'm at in the book, was just saying how we have to separate ourselves from our mind. We are not our mind. Um, we're the observers of our mind and the consciousness behind it. So I started thinking more into that. And this is something that I've heard before. But every time I hear somebody else explain it, I get more detail about it. And I get new realizations about it where I say, oh my gosh, I didn't even think of it in that way. And it goes deeper and deeper and it keeps getting more and more complex. So when I try to explain quantum physics to people, it is impossible because it is so complex. And even though you have these surface level things, like we are a part of God, once you get deeper into it and you start realizing the complexity of how far that goes and how we are multi-dimensional beings operating on infinite planes at the same time, all interacting with each other. I just want to say that I tend to attract very smart people into my life. That's because you are so smart. Okay, not according to that video I watched last night. <laughs> <laughs> See, but this is you settling I'm into kidding, your power. I'm kidding. No, no, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But you're like a really intellectual, super fucking smart person. And I just, I'm just like, I'm amazed that, you know, your head is so small, but your brain is so big. <laughs> Where the hell does she store all this information? Because oh me, God. I'm just like, yep. I drank coffee this morning and I got dressed. <laughs> Good job, Sarah. And you're like, let's talk about the science behind atoms. <laughs> I'm like, why? No. Oh let's gosh. talk about metaphysics. <laughs> what? <laughs> <You know>? like, <laughs> but here's here's the thing, though. Those are my. Because first of all, everyone is a projection of. Us. I wish we had a video. <laughs> Maybe one of these days we will, because, you know, how you're like, I got dressed today, pat on the back. You are so much more grounded than I could ever even think about being, because I love being in my crown chakra. I love getting all of that information. And I actually watched a video the other day saying that that's actually a trauma response. So I've had this on lock for a long time. Trying to intellectually understand everything that happens in the world around me. Because that's what I've always had to do. Because I've lived in chaos. I have to find some way to understand this. So I already had this down. But I also have opened up my channel. When I started in spirituality and I was woken up, I was shown, and I've kind of always known internally 
that I have a bigger purpose. I've always said that I'm supposed to be doing more, but I have no idea what it's supposed to be. And who am I even to think that I have a bigger purpose to save humanity? That's what I've thought. But when I woke up spiritually, I was shown, actually, you've been right, and now it's time to step up to it. So God gave me ample opportunity to settle into my power because God beat me the fuck down for almost three years now. And I feel like now I'm kind of coming out of it because I had to change everything about me. Everything. I was not in this world whatsoever before I woke up that night in Sedona. I didn't believe in God. I hated religion. I found absolutely no understanding in any of those words. And I thought that religion was actually the devil. And the only thing that made me question even a little bit if there was a God is just the beauty that is around us on this planet. That is the only thing. But we're destroying it. So there's that. But something happened. I don't know, something just clicked inside of me. And when I let it start happening, when I stopped resisting it, because I resisted for a really long time thinking that I was just going crazy. I don't know, something happened. And then especially after the Dr. Joe Dispenza retreat, I, uh, I don't know, the information just flows to me so much better. So it's not that it's even like stored in my brain. I think that it just kind of flows from this outside source that's hovering above my head because they know I'm publicly telling people this information and they know I don't want to be wrong. Hmm. Which I, I don't think that there is any right or wrong anyway. So I go with human ego with that too. Because this is all my belief and I'm not I, I hope that I don't give the impression that I'm saying if you don't believe this you're wrong. This is just what I believe and what I come to know as real in my life based on the information that I have gained through my experiences. And I've had a lot of experiences. And me as a person, I don't take this stuff lightly. And I really do want to help people. I'm not out here to gain power, control, or money, or any of these things. I just want to help people through this process because it is hell sometimes. And when you realize all the lies you've been told and you realize that these people have been doing nothing but taking advantage of you and keeping you sick and mentally ill, it's a process. It's an upheaval that, that happens inside of you. And we all go through it in different stages and at different paces. But do remember, everyone is a projection of you. So if you're attracting all of these smart people... <laughs> <laughs> Stop looking at us as separate. We are a part of you. Settle into your power because you have those same channels too and you can open them up in the same way and be spitting off all this information in much different ways than I do. But I think though where I said I'm happy in my crown chakra and my intellectual part where you are so much more grounded in the root which is probably why you really like yoga. So yoga will probably be your way of communication where you may not spit it off like this from your mouth, you may spit it off from the energy of your body. Mm. Yeah, I just, I, I I noticed all the people that you and I have a friend, Summer, you're both book people, and you both are very knowledgeable in different, completely different areas. And I'm just like, huh, let's see if I can sit down to read tonight. <laughs> I just, I look up to you guys. I think it's great. I think it's great that you guys like to read a lot of books and... 
how smart you are. And I'm like, it's really cool that you guys are all like really smart people. <laughs> well, I know I'm smart in my own way, but I'm just saying it's interesting to sit on this side and like speak to you guys and like hear all this amazing information that, you know, like you said, it comes, flows down and flows out your mouth. I mean, it's just, it's awesome. And God put us together for a reason. Oh yeah. So we're, we're learning from each other because I mean, I look up to you too. I don't know how the heck you do it with three kids <laughs> and everything that you do. So where a big pot of coffee, <laughs> <laughs> well, like a lot of things come easier to you than to me. What do you mean? I mean, you are... I, I think that a lot of things come easier to you than to me. <laughs> but it's in different ways, though. So some things I could be a master at and yes. some other things you could be a master at where, you know, we just balance each other out. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, so you're superwoman all the time. Well, I was going to text you this morning and be like, Kat, I'm not superwoman today. I can't do all this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all have those days for sure. Yeah. So I know, Sarah, with you having a religious family, has your transition been hard in your relationships? I haven't even come out to my family. Like, I think the only, I mean, my dad knows that I practice yoga and that's pretty much it. He doesn't really talk to me about religious stuff. He's just like, whatever, you want to pray to Buddha, pray to Buddha. He makes that joke. I'm like, so because I practice yoga, I pray to Buddha? What are you talking about? But I just leave it alone. But I haven't I haven't said anything to my mom. I haven't said anything to any of my brothers or sister. Not, I mean, besides my sister Elizabeth. So they don't listen to the podcast? Nope. I haven't told my mom and dad about it. Nobody the knows either. that I have a podcast except for my sister Elizabeth and my stepmom and... My dad, but my dad, he doesn't do anything technology-wise. So he's like, oh, cool, you know. So this tells you right here how unhealthy these beliefs are. Because we are, which for me, I don't talk to either one of my parents. So that's a different thing. But for you, you do talk to your parents. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us keep this from people that we love. Because we are so afraid to be shamed for it. That's what these beliefs do. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I have, light. I have been I guess slowly laying like brick stones a mm -hmm. little bit if you will just by you know me becoming a yoga instructor you know that was something from the very get-go that was always taught was wrong you don't do it end of story so now that I'm doing it you know with my mom it's kind of like oh well can you show me how to do this pose oh well can you show me how to do that pose so it's laying these really tiny little bricks in a very slow way Yeah. because I've even had to say stuff to her. And my mom's going to be the biggest, it's going to be like me coming out of the spiritual closet mm -hmm. <laughs> with her. Um, she's going to be, thing. she's going to be the hardest one to come out to. Oh, I'm sure. Because she came from a Catholic background, conformed to, is conform the right converted, I don't converted. know, um, to Baptist. And then from the time I was born, that's when the Baptist kicked in. It was, it was always Catholic before that. And you know, know, what's funny too. We had, we were primarily Baptist in my town and we did not have a lot of the same beliefs that you do. 
that your family did. So that's the crazy thing. Like they're both Baptist. Totally oh, different all beliefs. Baptists are all. When they say which Baptist are you, that's a real thing. That's yeah. all different. Baptists. A, B, C, or D. Yeah. Crazy. I was a part of the cult Baptist. So. Yeah, coming out to mom will be interesting, but I think if I just keep, like, laying out these things to her, I think she'll get it. Like, I've had to tell her, because she keeps bringing up the past from 33 years ago, and I finally had to tell her, Mom, you have to let it go. You have to let it go. Mike needs to let it go. You all need to let it go and forgive. I was like, you've got to move forward, because quite honestly, I'm tired of hearing you talk about the same thing over and over for 33 years. Yeah. Like, it's time to just let it go, move on, forgive, live your life, be happy. Because I said you're not happy. And so, with me saying all these little things to my mom, I think it's starting to... Something is turning or clicking, but... I don't know. I want to say that she could maybe change one day, but I don't know, because she's so grounded in those religious views and stuff. So, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and I... This is a thing that I'm having to come to realize because my brother holds very true to his beliefs. He's not religious, but he has his own separate beliefs. And we have had a couple of pretty heated conversations because of my beliefs versus his beliefs. Because I look at it like I just feel like I've found the key. And I feel like I can just give everybody this key to happiness and joy. But I have to remember exactly what I said. It's beat the hell out of me. So a lot of people are not going to want to go through that. And so when we present these things to people on a subconscious level, their higher self knows what they're going to choose. They already know. So I can paint this beautiful rosy picture as much as I want, but it's up to them what they're going to believe. And really, it's not my place to change that because they are on their own journey as well. And... I have to respect that and I have to accept that about them and and I'm not saying this with my brother because there are other people that I've had to make the decision on whether or not I want their energy in my life because I can accept them for who they are but if they're going to continue to live in fear and anxiety and these you know horrible beliefs that they have about what I believe and if they're challenging me and making me feel disrespected and abusing me then I can accept you but I can let you go because I'm no longer accepting abuse in my life where my brother is not abusive he has his own beliefs and he just doesn't want me to push mine in his face all the time which I was guilty of doing because I just want him to feel better I love my brother we've been through a lot of stuff together so, you know, I don't think that I was coming from a bad place. But through this journey, you learn. And I think that in the very beginning, a lot of people experience that, where they really just want to show everybody, look, I found it. Have it. Do it. Believe it. And, it, you know, a lot of us just have to realize that this is our journey. It's separate from theirs. But you wish that they would at least change in a way that they would let go of fear and start loving themselves a little better. Mm-hmm. That's tough. Yeah, I said that to, you know, when you and I got into our little spigot. Spigot? <laughs> <laughs> I was actually talking to my mom on the phone, and I was talking about how um, my son my son was having to stay on the side of town where his school is because he had band practice or whatever. 
Well, he was there for about five hours on that side of town, which, I mean, he's a teenager. They love it. They like the, you know, the independent time or whatever. And she got so mad because I told her that he was by himself, you know, hanging out at Starbucks or whatever. And I said, well, why are you mad? Well, somebody could come take him. This could happen. That could happen. Blah, 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 blah. I said, well, that's not going to happen to him. I said, I'm not putting that upon my kids. I said, you don't need to be fearful of that. I said, are you living in fear? Yeah, I always live in fear. Well, why? Right. That's a choice. She couldn't give me an answer to why. I just do. Well, is it getting you anywhere? No. Well, then, Mom, maybe you should stop. But it was funny because when I was saying that, then you popped in my head and then our little... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the roles have Damn reversed. Damn it. But, but that's anyway. what I'm saying. Everything is a projection of us. You will see it show up in other places. So I'll tell you right now, a lot of people who go through this journey will be quick to get divorces. Mm-hmm. And I get it because men, a lot of the time, are slower to wake up to this than women. And men have their own set of programming, just like we do, that they have to get over. But I will tell you right now, that divorce may or may not help you because you're going to be presented with the same situation again if you don't choose yourself and to work through these issues. Now, if somebody is abusive, get out of your relationship, okay? Leave. But I'll tell you, it's going to come up again if you don't settle that with yourself. If you just divorce and you move on to the next guy or the next girl or whoever, you'll be presented with the exact same thing. It may show up in a pretty package at first, but you just wait until the show goes on and you'll start seeing the exact same patterns as in your old marriage Mm -hmm. or in your old relationship. You have to settle those things with yourself first. So my husband and I have gone through our separate things, but I know I don't want to get divorced. That it has been something that happened to me as a kid, and I don't want to do that to my daughter. I also don't want to do that to myself. There's so many moving parts that go into divorce, and I don't want to do it. So we've chosen to work through it together, to work on these programs that we have both developed, and we're going to try to do it together. And I believe that if we can just continue to focus on love and just remember that we love each other because we can find reasons to split for sure. But at the end of the day, we're both good people who have a lot of love for each other and we can make some changes to ourselves to better honor the other person because ultimately if we're better honoring them, we're better honoring ourselves too. So we can cut people out of our life, but we'll probably find the same thing again if we don't settle that within ourselves. Mm -hmm. And even though sometimes it may be the better decision to cut them out, it's still a process after that too. I mean, hopefully during the process you won't be presented with the same situations in different ways while you're healing. For me, I feel like while I'm healing, while I'm actively healing, God puts a pause on it for a little bit, you know, and he doesn't put somebody else in my life that's going to show me the same pattern. As long as God knows I'm working on it, it'll be left alone. Mm. But if you're not working on it, it'll come back. Mm. That's all, folks. (laughs) (laughs) So just find some way to accept your mom and, and see if it's really, you know, worth your energy. 
I just do that with everybody. I say, is it, is it an even energy exchange? Do I feel like I'm getting what I'm giving? Absolutely not. I feel so drained of energy after I talk to her, but I am the type of person that I won't stop talking to my parents no matter how mad I get at them. Well, not, I shouldn't even say mad. No matter if we agree or disagree, like I'll always talk to them even if we aren't on the same level, I guess. I don't know. I just, yeah. I, 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 my parents were not abusive. My parents did not do anything wrong to me physically, mentally, maybe, but I do not have that exact same past as you. You have a very, very traumatic past. Yes, but trauma is trauma and abuse is abuse. And I'm not saying anything that you should do about your parents, but I'm yeah. saying that we are also ingrained with the belief that we should never betray our parents. Yeah. Don't disrespect your elders. And that is another process I've had to go through with my parents too. Believe me, I deal with it every but if single my, day. But if my parents were your parents, I wouldn't be talking to them either. <laughs> but you say that. It's hard though. Because yeah. even even knowing what I know about my parents, I still have this illusion in my head that I wish that they would change and just love me already. Even as a 35-year-old woman, all I want is love from my parents. But they are not capable of loving me the way that I need. Mm -hmm. And I've accepted that. And I've let it go. Yeah. But sometimes that illusion will still pop up. And I have to say, hey, it's not going to happen, guy. You just need to let it go. It's okay. It's fine. Let them be who they are. You be who you are. And you just think, how did you feel before your separation? And how do you feel after? I have so much more energy now. And my energy is too precious to continue to deal with abuse from anyone. And my parents are just as abusive now as they were when I was a child, just in different ways. But we'll see how that goes on my journey as well because I don't even know if that's finished. I, I leave everything up to God and say, you know what? I'm not going to try to control this or figure out how or why or what's going to happen. I just go with what I'm pulled to do at that moment. And right now I feel like the separation is what I need to heal so that I'm taking some separation. But everybody feels different. Yeah. But anyway... That has been Your God, My God. We hope that this has been an enlightening conversation and hasn't been too triggering for anyone. We only mean well, I promise. We mean it all with love. We just want you to find your way back to you and loving yourself and finding the God within you. We'll talk to you next time. We hope you all have a wonderful day. Bye, guys. Thank you for joining us on this journey to self-discovery and healing. We hope the discussions and the practices we've shared have helped you to raise your vibration and find more peace and balance in your life. Don't forget to be kind to yourself, listen to your body, and trust the process. Make sure to visit our website at vibingconsciouslypodcast.com where you'll find links to listen to our newest episodes, subscribe to our newsletter, and find out where you can find us on social media. If you have a topic that you'd like to be featured on Vibing Consciously or you'd like to be featured as a guest, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Keep up the great work. And remember, if you're feeling, you're healing. Until next time, keep shining your light and spreading your love wherever you go. Namaste.